Alright, welcome back to the uh, magic style of our pod, our, oh, our Simpsons pod. Yeah. We didn't even, we were like even out of it. It's been a while. Yeah. Welcome back. Sorry for the, the, the lateness. We took August off because we can. Yeah, we had a bunch of stuff. We weren't uh, really planning to take like a month long break, but we ended up incidentally taking one. We were beaten by the best, Mark. Yeah. We were beaten by the best. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. Um, but we'll be back. We'll try to get to it. Today we're doing uh, Simpsons uh, Behind the Behind Laughter. Laughter. From season 11. It's the finale, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the finale so, of yeah. season 11. Um, <coughs> this is a great weird episode. I don't even have anything to pair it with. It's yeah. just going to be, we're just going to watch this episode and next week we're going to do something different. We're just jumping in on this because uh, we were gone for forever. Um I was out of town for a while. Paul. It's not making excuses. Also, was doing things, and we were working, and it was summer. Um, anyway, but uh, uh, yeah, New so York we decided that. Yeah, New York, New York basically is, is done in August. Um, and, you know, everybody's out of town. My therapist is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I haven't seen him in like a month. That's a while. I feel better than uh, when I'm going to talk to the therapist, though. Isn't so, that but it's nice to have that panic button there. When yeah, you know. Mine doesn't so. do anything with their life either, so it's not an issue. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. Anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> um, and, yeah, uh, Behind the Laughter, of course, uh, based on uh, the awesome VH1 series, Behind the Music. Behind the Music. Which is great. Behind the Music, uh, in Behind the Music, I found out um, uh, Slash had died before. Slash has been dead clinically you know, hmm. um, on the Guns N' Roses. Uh, I was about to music. say, like, is there, are they still making behind the music? And no, I like, really you know, wish they were. They were great. I, I was about to say, like, is Slash dead? Really? Like, I don't care about, like, uh, I wouldn't want to watch a behind the music about, like, Skrillex, though. Because you'd be like, then I bought a better MacBook. And that's yeah, when I started getting, like, mad poo nanny. And you're like, I don't, like, I need to know about the rock stars and, like, what happened behind the scenes with Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, but like, I, I don't. I wonder what I don't, like, Taylor they... Swift. Don't care. Uh, like, sure, you're fun. I like your music. Just fine. I don't need to know what your life's like. But how many behind the music's are just? I was one American Idol. Yeah, and that's it. And then they're, they're done. Like I thought I wasn't gonna win American Idol, and then I won American Idol, and they gave me a record contract. Or they didn't, and they gave it to Taylor Hicks, who is the Jay Leno impersonator, who also sings. Ooh, remember him? That no, I only I know him as a punchline. I didn't even watch American Idol, but I know of him. Yeah, for the sake of referencing, so people who watch American Idol feel shame. Yeah, yeah, that's good because that's uh, I mean, I I did not like American Idol, but I did like an aspect of American Idol was which was the uh, the part when they would uh, crush the souls of people that thought they could sing. And couldn't sing mm-hmm. because too way too often everyone has to stand around politely and listen to somebody showcase their singing ability and everyone's like this is terrible. Yeah. But the social contract doesn't allow you to go like you're awful at this and you should never exist in a vocal you know uh, realm. Uh, but Simon Cowell doesn't live within the kind con- confines of the social contract, so it's like you should, you're you're terrible. You should never do that again. And uh, I really like that part. Even when you're good at it, it's weird to listen to your friends sing. I don't, like, yeah, like just some acapella weird, like, I've decided to sing you guys a song. And you're like, shut up. Yeah. Like, yeah. stop doing that because we have to smile at you politely. 
And really, social. more than half of us are crawling out of our skin right now. We yeah. hate this. No one likes that. They're out there. They're out there, you know, whatever. Like, and it's weird how that works, because, like, somebody sits down and starts, like, blasting out, like, an amazing, like, Beethoven song on a piano or something. You're like, wow, keep going. That's incredible. But singing, ugh. Well, guitar, it would also be very... It's yeah. also weird... It's also really be weird to even like whip out your flamenco guitar and be really good at it too, though. There yeah. is a weird line. I think it's it's in like everything, like in the magician thing. Like being a bad magician is embarrassing. Being a good magician is cool. Being a great magician is awful. Yeah. You know, like it's it's a weird kind of sinusoidal. Yeah. Back to embarrassing again. Yeah. Yeah. It's even more than embarrassing. Like, yeah. does it mean like you you walk around prepped to be a magician? Yeah, I've, I've if brought you found out with somebody me. is a magician, they're like, with, they're ready to be Like, hey, let me show you some sleight of hand stuff. Like, I found a yo-yo earlier today, and I showed, uh, I showed my girlfriend a bunch of tricks on the yo-yo, and she's like, why are you good at that? And I was like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but what would be worse would be to, like, have the yo-yo with me to show people See, but I think you might that not I'm good have, at the yo-yo. I, I honestly think you might not have passed the point of, like, really good because then you could be like, oh, I used to be really, really good. Yeah. And that's when you're, like, you know, flipping the yo-yo off the string and doing weird stuff like yeah. that. And then people are like, holy crap, Mark, you're really good at that. Really you're good at the really yo-yo. But if you brought the yo-yo with you, then you know, you're back to Then it's one. back to, like, why do you have that, you know? You clearly wanted to talk about it. I'm really um, glad that, like, we've been a month off for a month, but we can get right on tangents. Like, it's not just, just like, boom. What's this podcast about? It's about The Simpsons. It's about yo-yo. Oh, no yo it's not about yo yo Like, it was nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> should, we should do a yo-yo and magic podcast. There is a yo-yo episode, and there is a uh, Bart learning to become a magician episode. Yeah, the, the, the yo-yo episode's great. But that um, is not, the, like, a major function of the episode. That's the one no. where he gets Mrs. Grabaffle to, like, fall in love with him. Uh, was that it? Does he get... Yeah, because she takes the yo-yo after the whole class is in the yo-yos, and then he's mad at her, and then he finds her, like, new... Oh, right, right, right. Because right. he goes, like, digging through her, yeah, her desk or something. I couldn't remember what the function of the episode was. I just remembered the yo-yoing part, yep. which is exactly how yo-yos took over my middle school. It's exactly how, like, you know... Mm -hmm. I mean, they we didn't have, like, the van full of yo-yo teenagers come by, but it was, like, one cool kid got a yo-yo and then like three days later there were yo-yos everywhere and then four days later they were banned you know i actually so, i work with somebody who did that so she like, is a comp like she's a comedian she was a traveling yo-yo performer i'm trying to get her on the podcast because she's also a simpsons fan bring her here i want liz to I have this. and if questions. she's listening if she says she listens to the podcast I'm still holding the episode for you liz. you come so here you come to here me and we will do this because i have I have some pointed questions about being a traveling yo-yo comedian that I need to ask you. She she has a really interesting list of jobs she's done, man. That it, is a it's good one. Fascinating. Oh, well, it's like not even the most interesting. Well, compare weird jobs. Um, yeah. I've, right. I've had plenty too. Uh, so this is welcome <laughs> back. Welcome We're gonna back. focus. We this is gonna uh, be a great episode. Focus up. It's uh, the end of summer here, so we uh, we're not sweating anymore, no. and uh, we're gonna do a standalone. We're not gonna compare this to anything. We're just gonna do uh, whatever it is that we said we were gonna do earlier. Cool. We'll be back soon with that. Yes. Awesome. Nice.
back. We just saw um, uh, Behind the Laughter. Behind the Laughter. Season 11. Season 11. Uh, episode 22. Yep. May uh, 2000. May of 2000. I loved it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun episode. It's not a... It's Okay, so it's not like uh, any of the really heartwarming, powerful episodes because the, the, the arc is so fake. Yeah. You know, the emotional thing at the end is so just hammed in there for the sake of story. Yeah. But I think it, it parodies the style really well. Yep. It tells a nice story in a fake documentary story arc way. Yeah, yeah. It's really good at... um. <laughs> they nail they nail that uh heavy handed um behind the behind the music the the metaphor style. thing never gets old no the, the the weird like every one of them over and over again is always really funny they build really well they must have just yeah, like, like the bees or the 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 the, 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 the f- they were showered with roses but those yeah. roses contained ready to sting bees and yeah, yeah. yeah crap like that um yeah I yeah mean, that's all really good it was all real funny. Um, uh, let's just get from the top and then we'll yeah. discuss through. Do you have any big points you wanted to touch before? No, let's go through it. We'll, uh, we'll grab them as we go. Great. So, uh, the, the, it starts with, I will not, uh, obey the voices in my head. Yeah. Fine. I, you know, this is kind of that point of it's no longer things the teacher would probably have him have written. Yeah. You know, this is now self-aware stuff. And at this point in time, they've probably done, what, several hundred episodes. Yeah, so I, I mean... So I get that, that that trope is over. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're past 100, right? I yeah, mean, they're 200. They're past 200, right? Yeah, so they Because you get 20 a season, or season 11, 20-something a season. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, uh, they're, they're into their game at this point. It's also kind of, you know, like, at the point where they're, they're teetering on the brink a little bit, where, you know, season 11 is... Past the point where a lot of people would put them uh, well past their prime, you know? That's like season 9, season 10. Yep. So, um... Season 9 is the one with uh, Armin Tamsarian, and that's kind of the point where they say, all right, it's the decline is starting to occur. Yeah. Uh, and I would kind of agree at this point in time. Which they touch base on in this episode, basically, so... Yeah, they are everywhere, but come on, this is, this is a strong... Yeah, no, this one's really good. And there's some other really good ones in this episode, just looking through (coughs) at the top. There's the the one with uh, uh, Marge is in the insane asylum because she thinks uh, the the girl is usurping. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. They've got the one where Homer becomes a farmer. Yeah. With the tobacco. Like, there's a lot of big... Tomacco. Memorable episodes. Hot damn, it's up to her eyeballs. I think it's not until, like, 13 or so where they really are starting to stretch and they start to really... What are the, what's the pop trend right now that we can... Yeah. And this is still in this vein of, okay, this is we're doing a whole trope as opposed to a commenting on a moment in time. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they do, like, later on they do, like, an American Idol episode. And that is more, you know, parodying a, 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 a moment in time versus an entire genre or style. Yeah, I mean, they were... It's... It was... yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could say that the main problem was that they were, they were an accurate satire on the generalities of American life that they kind of ran out of stuff to talk about there. Mm-hmm. And then they started having to kind of, yeah, cherry pick, like, specific things to, to, to tack on to, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, you're doing your, your American Idol or something like that. Like, oh, this is relevant right now. Yeah. And it's like, 
that's why classic episodes are classic episodes, and the American Idol episode, you're like, that's off the air. The company that runs it's bankrupt now. Yep. Um, we're done. We're beyond done with American Idol. But and, and, um, and that concept is not going to age as well as kids stealing video game from store. Yeah. Which is a very timeless story in one way or another. Yeah. Right? Or like, like even like yeah, it's like. The lemon tree. It's like, well, it's like kids dancing around the lemon tree. Okay. Not just, relevant, but just, like... Just because we haven't done it yet, and we're going to bring that episode up time and time again. Do you know anyone who's called that episode in dibs? Like, they want to do... Like... To the, that one, Lemon of Troy. Oh, you mean... Uh, we bring it up almost every week now, and if we don't just do Lemon of Troy, it's yeah. just going to haunt us forever. Yeah, and We haven't well, picked what we do next week already. Do we want to cut ahead of the... We're already abandoning... Yeah. So let's just know we're doing Lemon do, of Troy next Do week. Lemon of Troy. And yeah. I'll announce it at the end of the podcast, too, for our fans who binge our... For our fan who binges our podcast. For the the, the guy or girl who uh, binges our podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, let's do Lemon of Troy. Because I can always watch Lemon of Troy. It's a brilliant episode. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and it's like... It, it, it would be hokey now, but it is self-referential in a hokey way like kids don't sit around and listen to an old man tell a story no. and they didn't in 1995 either you know like there was no way anybody spent their time doing are there, that are there yeah. really like town rivalries to that same level like is, is, i don't think america's in a comfortable world anymore where we're like oh yeah we have our bitter rival boston of new york like outside of sports you know like i grew up in a really small town until i was 10 and there were like weird rivalries between between us and other small towns. Like I'm talking a town with like a sub four hundred person population. Mm -hmm. So um, I mean, I could equate it to a uh, uh, which call it like a high school rivalry. Yeah. You know, like, but I think even more like if you, for the for the full town, like everyone hates the those damn chubby billions. You know, and it's weird. Like I'm from like we moved to Houston, and Houston has some sort of weird rivalry rivalry with Dallas. Okay. Like, I don't know why, but uh, Houston and people like Houston, Dallas people like Dallas, and I'll mm -hmm. never get along about it, you know? That's fair. Um, but anyway, so, uh, we'll talk about all that when we talk Lemon of Troy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so, it starts off like, oh, God, the, uh, the, geez, we're so far behind already. The, the couch gag is the magic finger thing, where they magic finger on and get pulled off stage. Yeah. The, uh, the, like, the vibrating bed thing yeah, that's, yeah. like, a, that was a trope of, I guess it was, like, cheap hotels, you know? Yeah. Vibrating bed, vibrating furniture, whatever. Um, uh, you know, and it kind of explains there, uh, Homer started, you know, filming home movies that, uh, for the sake of producing better, uh, quality TV than, like, Hollywood hogwash mm -hmm. or, like, all, they list a bunch of crappy made-up TV shows, including Home Improvement. You know, you know which, which one was your favorite one that they listed? Because I liked Sheriff Lowbrow. Sheriff Lowbrow's good. Yeah, I mean, I got distracted by Home Improvement yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's such a good, like, you know, under underhanded, like, uh, you know, jab. And um, Ned using the phrase, calling it Hollywood hogwash to cut away to Homer. Like, our favorite show was Hollywood hogwash. It's such a yeah. good, like... Under under preparing you for what the staring at is, that like, Hollywood hogwash and it's like favorite show was Hollywood hogwash, which um, is uh yeah, um the uh, uh the quote of I was raised by TV and I turned out to be okay or I turned out TV yeah 
I've been saying that quote since I was a kid and saw this episode. Yeah. And I used to say it in front of my parents' friends. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like one of those great shock reaction things like, with it. Wait, huh. What? Like, <laughs> oh, this poor, yeah. this poor boy. Yeah. It's like, I just, I'm always going to remember, you know, people always say like weird things your kids pick up from TV. Yeah. And th- that quote was definitely one of mine. Well, yeah. And it was like, that's, we're, we're like entire generations now raised by television. Yeah. So it's like, you know, people are like, well, well what's your hobby? It's like TV. Yeah. TV's my hobby. What are you talking about? Like, why, why respect my hobby well, my, too? My new pet peeve is when I talk, because I'll, I'll bring, bring that up in dating. <coughs> like, oh, like, oh, I don't watch TV. I'm like, oh, what do you do? Like, so I like to watch a lot of Netflix. I was like, you filthy liar. Yeah. Like, the device is not the medium anymore. Yeah, I was once in a script writing class at UCB here in New York, and a girl proudly, you know, I said something about, like, you know, we brought up, like, eight TV shows, eight sketch shows, which is, like, a sketch comedy writing yeah, yeah, yeah. class. We brought up a bunch of sketch shows, like, Why Does Kids You Know? And, like, you know, in Living Color, we are naming a bunch of them, and she was like, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And we were like, and I was like, so, uh, you know, have you, have you seen television? You know, and, and she's like, I don't even own one. And like that really proud, like smarmy way that people used to do it in like the late 80s, early 90s, which made sense because there was kind of a void of like excellent TV yeah. back then. And we were just coming out of like, and like daytime TV was all reruns of like Gilligan's Island yeah, and yeah, Bewitched. Yeah. And I don't care if you grew up with those shows, they're pieces of shit. Like, they're, they're measurable. The for comedy was really low. They're nice. measurable. Like, Hanna-Barbera is garbage, and everything made now is like, not everything made now, but there is, you know, there's a 10% pile of stuff that's made now that's excellent, and that's still 5,000 shows or something like that. It's like an amazing, astounding amount of quality television being the met, produced. The metric we should use is now movie stars are going back to TV. Yeah, like, TV's where like, you oh, go to... Like, TV's where I can do my own thing. You actually go to tell a story in TV, you know? Yeah, it's like, because be we can move slow, we can develop characters, we can, you know, we can do whatever we want, and like... Sundance Channel will pick it up or whatever, but like, you know, to pry, especially somebody who you're here because really the end game of this should be that you want to write for Saturday Night Live or like, or Fallon or something. You don't own a TV and it's like, no, no, no. What are you going to tell them? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I don't own a TV. Oh, that's cool and proud. But anyway, also, you just sit and sweat into your lap with your laptop in your in your lap that's how you watch tv yeah don't tell us you don't watch tv you do you just get second degree burns on your thighs right. when you do it you just like, happen to be through your facebook link yeah it's like through your you facebook watch. link you watch a very you know you, a much shittier version of tv than i watch because i sit back on a couch and watch 46 inches of it yeah. and you watch 13 inches on a macbook right with, great with good for, chat with, yeah yeah and like and and the sound quality sucks the the um Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons. We, we need an anchor statement. Like, just every time we, like, and just drop. Simpsons, like a safe Sims. word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so this is a joke I kind of wish they'd done a lot, is that there's some moment where Marge says, uh, so just do it. Shit or get off the pot. Or just do it. There's yeah. I really wish they'd had Marge swear a bunch off camera. Yeah. Something about that would have been really... I, I'm totally inappropriate. Yeah. But this is the only kind of thing... This is the only time you could make Marge do that. Yeah. The only time you could make Marge just like a filthy, 
Did you, like have her talk like Mo? Yeah, she's she's not like the nice house mom. She's, yeah, yeah. She's, I, I, she's the actor, you know, I, that plays the nice house the mom. Only that. I mean, that's all I would have wanted. That's really the only thing yeah. where I'd be like, oh, this would have been fun. Um, I also thought what was funny is Homer's telling the story about the guards, like getting stopped by the guards. Yeah. And their guard insignia is a play button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a weird, great little hidden joke. Yeah, like, that, that is, is sneaky. Uh. So they have their hit success when they start strangling Bart. Yeah, that that one horrible act of well, child abuse. So they, they, uh, they actually have the bit about Marge's hairdresser also owns Fox. Yeah, this is the guy that uh, that cuts my hair is also the president of Fox or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and when they sign the contract, and it's Rupert Murdoch, it's also like has to see <laughs> Homer and Rupert both sign like children. Yeah, um, Homer helps them through it too. He seems yeah, are like, you? Yeah. yeah. Um, they take that really well. The um, they it really buy seems hammers like CBS. House. Yeah, well, like, I was just about to say CBS and uh, ABC are the only two networks that really aren't okay with you making fun of themselves. Like NBC loved it. Thirty yeah. Rock went to town, and the Simpsons. Yeah. Have eviscerated and Family Guy have eviscerated Fox. Yes, I think, and it's weird that CBS wouldn't. CBS is not. They're on. I guess their demo is not fourth wall aware. Yeah, and they also don't have like. NBC has Lauren Michaels, who it doesn't matter really like what NBC wants it. Perhaps NBC doesn't like them making fun of NBC. But Lauren Michaels works at NBC, right, so he right. doesn't he, matter. He, gets like, to do <laughs> like, he can do whatever he wants. And, I, and I, Chuck Lorre, who I think is very brilliant and does a lot, is not the kind of guy to bite the hand that feeds him. Yeah. Why bother? And yeah, you're right. It's like CBS and ABC are much more like and even more so, regular America kind of. Uh, I also think CBS shows and ABC shows get syndicated more. You know, I think like Modern Family, yeah. Big Bang Theory, the CSI stuff. Those get syndicated to other networks, which would feel probably can't air the ones that make fun of. Yeah, like, it would be a the little. The Thirty Rock episodes where they just eviscerate GE and NBC a bunch. Yeah. Probably would can't put it on TV. Town with a K. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, yeah, so um, it would be a little. It might be a little more awkward. Um, but uh, I've always appreciated The Simpsons for that. Their their ability to make fun of. Where yeah, they came I mean, from. and they all, but they. They, they made fun of where they came from, and they also are the ones that... They launched Fox, essentially. I mean, oh, yeah. they and, and, like, Married with Children, a couple other shows, really are what... And, like, In Living Color. Like, what was launched that? They Fox. Also had, the Fox had, um... Not Beverly Hills, like... They had, like, a bunch of those shows. Ally McBeal and things like that. Yeah. Where, like, this, this weird 90s-style semi-drama, you yeah. know? Like, this, it's like a very high-end soap opera. Yeah. You know, and I, I can't think of a lot of that existing. Like, it is, it was kind of the starting of serial television in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because they, 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 they are they, very semi serial. Like, in the, the early 2000s, they had OC. The yeah, OC, oh, yeah. Right? OC which totally. was like, But even, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, yeah, Beverly Hills 90210. Was, was that Fox? I think it was. I think it was Fox. I think that and Ally McBeal were both Fox. And so they had this, they kind of invented, as far as I can tell, I'm, I'm riffing, and obviously. Yeah. But I think they're the earliest ones where I can be like, tune in next week to see what happened on this drama. Yeah. And they're not like super intense, you know, oxygen level dramas. They are yeah. so very bubbly and fun. Yeah, bubblegum. Bubblegum yeah, drama. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, so that was probably a lot of it. Um, so the, you get to Strangling Bart. And I think it's interesting that 
despite this rise in PC culture, I think they still strangle Bart. Yeah. I, like, I've seen a lot of modern episodes where they still strangle Bart. Still, they're, they're still, still strangling Bart, And they yeah. do a lot of Bart also getting Homer back, too, now during it. Yeah. So it doesn't feel so abusive. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more just weird. Like, it's yeah. like, but uh, you see a lot of, like, you know, I remember we watched one where Homer's strangling Bart and he's, like, clubbing him in the head with something during it and they both knock each other out. Like, yeah. stuff like that happens a lot more. So I guess it's not as weird. Yeah. Still kind of strange. Um, yeah, but, it's, uh... It's very awkward. But, yeah, it made more sense, uh, you know. It's kind of, um... I don't know, I'm sure it was just kind of one of those throwbacks or, like, references to uh, an allusion to, like, you know, your... Uh, to the moon, Alice, or whatever kind of things, like the uh, abusive, yeah. like, you yeah. know, I'm going to smack you around, baby, uh, like 50s TV shows, where it's like, I, I, that's I, not that cute to threaten your wife. They, right? they, they walk that line so well when you really think about it, because there's nothing like that that I can think of where somebody actually strikes their, their partner. Yeah. And then even more so, it's a kid. Yeah. And it's kind of even commenting on this weird... That well, Louis C.K. talks about where it's like, you can spank your kid. It's like, it's the one demo who can't defend themselves. Yeah, like, like they trust you completely. You can't, like, it's over them. It is and weird. Like, and it's like, it really is. The more I think about it, the weirder it is because it's like, it's a joke. Like, yeah. you laugh at it. Like, Bart says something snide and yeah. Homer strangles his son. And it's, and they even, like, make fun of it that he's like, they have ones where they talk about how much give his windpipe has. That you can really, yeah. like, give it to the boy now. And, like, yeah. Well, I mean, but how much weirder would it have been if he, like, if he, like, slapped Marge or, like, strangled Marge or Stupid something? Stupid uncomfortable. It would be very Stupid. uncomfortable. So, like, like, but so it's almost like they doubled down on it. You know, yeah. like, so it'd, like, it'd be weird if they slapped Marge. Yeah. And they, but they were like, but if we really give it to the kid and you give him a good goofy face with his, like, tongue out and his eyes bulged, like, yeah. they really... It's, well, and also, it's, they're, they're going after something that's, like, you know that the guy who's a wife beater is just a piece of shit. Like that, yeah. like everyone pretty much agrees, except yeah. for maybe the wife beater himself. Yeah. But in some way, everyone's felt like strangling a child at a point. You know, like. <laughs> but it's weird. You would never do it to Lisa. That would be yeah. super uncomfortable. But to she's me. also not irritating. But if like, she ever did, it would be weird, wouldn't it? It would be a little weird. It would because, be real... Well, it would be like a gender dynamic problem. You yeah. Know? It's, like, it's, it's, there's, there's the more I think about how weird it's, it's. Very interesting, and I think Louis C.K. handles the best. Where it's like about when it comes to hitting your kids, like yeah, this it's the one group we say it's okay to hit. Like you can't even hit your pet. Yeah, no, no, you're you're a big uh, you're a big jerk if you hit your pet. Uh, you're a bad person. But strangling your sons, is a not only that, it's a joke. Yeah, like it's not. I mean, really interesting. Good job, Simpsons. Yeah. Um, Lisa eats caviar. So they're, they're they're launched on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lisa eats caviar. Is that vegetarian? I gotta ask some people. No, I definitely would say it's not. It's I mean, fertilized fish egg. Right. It's a. Uh, does it have to be fertilized? I don't know. I sell caviar at my restaurant. I don't even know. I don't sell enough of it. All right. Well, you, you know, sell more, and I'll find out. I'll sell more. And caviar. I'm gonna ask a bunch of vegetarian people right to their face and be like, just off the cuff, like, is caviar good or bad? Can you eat caviar? Like, I don't, they, I don't they want eat them to regular like regular eggs, right? I mean. A lot, and a lot of vegetarians are pescatarian, so they eat fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah there's, there is that difference. Fish aren't really, you know, like a trout's not really a high... Oh my uh, god, I have to, like I say this, like fish are not, they're, they're plants that move a little more. They I mean, are as low-functioning animals as they get. I go that far with, like, 
you know, most livestock as well. Yes. But um, I grew up around livestock, so I know how dumb they are. Yeah, I, I don't I feel that bad about them. I, you have to have seen, maybe it's, maybe that's the point with livestock, is like, once you've seen them in a large quantity, you're disillusioned with the idea of, look how cute it is. He's like, oh, they're all filthy. Yeah, they're you all know? disgusting. And so, like, once you've seen, like, 50 cows, it's not They're my food, you the know. The one cow you get to see on your field trip. Yeah. Like, I'll never eat you again. Like, it's though, like, though I was at Trader Joe's yesterday, and I picked up a steak, and I was like, you know, I was looking at it, and I was like, nah, not quite. You know, it, it looks okay, but it doesn't look like $13, okay? And I just, and I casually tossed it back into a pile of meat, and as I was walking away, I was like, Something died to give that. <laughs> and then some jerk walked by and was like, meh, not quite good enough. Not that like, much. <laughs> not that good. It threw a piece of his dead flesh back into the pile of the other dead animals. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy, being on top. Oh. <laughs> we invented, we broke the food chain. Breaking it. Yeah, that, that, uh, that. That uh, nice graphic of yeah, you never, <laughs> never seen the food chain and uh, everything pointing towards human. Um, uh, I did like the uh, that they moved into Hammer's house because mm -hmm. everybody knows Hammer's story. I mean, maybe people don't know it now because it was I think that ninety one. You know, that dated itself pretty heavily. It dated itself pretty heavily, but yeah, Hammer uh, quickly rose to fortune and then uh, fell very fast. Um, and had that, like, iconic house that said Hammer Time on the gate. But uh, Homer Time is hilarious. Yeah, that he hammers into Homer Time. Um, the, uh, my favorite of the weird metaphors, though, when they get to, that just, it's not even a metaphor, just dumb imagery, the jack-in-the-box calendar. Yes. Yes. Like, they, they have to cut to something that's going to do something that matches with what the announcer's saying, like the narrator. Yeah. Yeah, which is, which is great. Um... I also like seeing Ozzy Osbourne for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I grew up, grew up with a lot of Ozzy Osbourne, and he bites the the neck off the Grammy, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, after they win for Simpsons Christmas Boogie, famous for biting the head off a bat at a uh, at a concert, Ozzy Osbourne, mm -hmm. which was an accident. He thought it was a rubber bat. That's I guess what the story is. I think he, he I can't, you can't trust anything he says at this point in time. Yeah, for now work. he's insane. He's in, like, like, but it's a miracle. Yeah, it's a miracle he's alive and still sort of talking. Um, it's surprising, because like 15 years ago, we were like, wow, Ozzy Osbourne's in rough shape. You're alive and talking. Yeah, like, he barely is there. And uh, So uh, they get to the part, what is it, what do they call that interracial homoeroticism? Yeah, Lenny and Carl. For paying him, did we ever get that money? Hate <laughs> his. Um, the Encyclopedia Self-Destructica. Yeah, this, which blows up as they close yeah. it. Um, also, the, um, the pla I, the, I asked you the date, and we announced it as 2000, but the plastic bag updraft came right as, I guess, American Beauty came out in 99, I believe. Yeah. So, I don't know if they, they would have been in production on this, like, you know, six months before it aired, at least, but, uh, you know, I don't know if that was coincidence, or if 99 yeah, and 2000 were, uh, they, did they mean that? They for sure meant that. That had to have no been way, the same that's thing. not a... They, that that was such a big image, and they. That was a huge. Well, thing you know, that like would time have, wise, did it win the though. Academy Award in '99, or did it win it in 2000? It would have won the '99 Academy Award. Then in they had time to make. No, I think. so they, there's no way because it would have been in February and it would have come out in May. So maybe the movie came out in like they had maybe a while, but that's a close. 
Yeah, and I mean, the movie was still a big deal when it came out. It was, uh... Yeah, but, like, man, that's not... The animation takes a while. It does, yeah. So, so uh, it takes, like, six to eight you, months, you really right, to finish that. that might have just been a happy coincidence. I also really love the... the this is just a tribute to voice actors everywhere. Uh, it was met with yawns. Ah, uh, angry yawns. Ah, uh, like, yeah. What a weird Irritated thing to have to yawn, get. Like, very yeah. angry yawn is a difficult. Then way to go. They really, they really got it together. Yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> Wiggum's catchphrase too. Yeah. And I even had my own catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> ah, I lost it. <laughs> um. The uh, the I liked the this that it all broke down during the Iowa State Fair. The staged hokey argument being real, yeah, is such a funny gag. Yeah, and I like if I, you've ever been, especially like having been, my 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 grandparents watched stuff like that. It was like uh, you know, like they they watched Hee Haw, yeah, which is very that that was Hee Haw. Is like they come out and they do like some you know, yeah. Well, we're here to, you know, it's like, and they're announcing what they're doing in case you're too dumb to realize what's going on, which is very possibly the case because you're watching Hee Haw. Yep. So, um, uh, so them coming out and, and having this super, super over the, like, very, very staged, uh, stilted conversation about what's going on and they're going to do a musical act, uh, w w was nice. It's like a nice, uh, you know callback or a reference to, to, to shows like Hee Haw, which there used to be a bunch in like the late 70s, I guess, mid 70s. Yeah, yeah, those, those weird semi-variety show kind of thing. Yeah, like, even like Carol Burnett and stuff, yeah. I think, had a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Um, the uh, One of my favorite things that the shows did is the, the cutaway for commercial breaks. Yeah. All really good, I didn't even mention it, just like the weird animated snippets with like the highly, the highly filtered yeah. cuts. <laughs> and um, my favorite one is the Homer. Homer finds a new hobby, and he's messing with the mixing board, the dusting and polishing mixing board. Dusting and polishing mi mixing awesome. boards is awesome. Awesome. It's awesome. Um, and their um, what was it? Their prayer for you know success or whatever had been answered by Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows yeah. Satan dancing around with his pitchfork. Yeah, from like one of those '30s style movies, like the the onesie. Yeah, exactly. And. uh... <laughs> Shrill feminist attorney Gloria Allred yeah, yeah, yeah. is excellent because uh, you know she's kind of a shrill feminist attorney. I liked all the the, um, the little things that they're all getting away with doing when they're not working on the show, like Homer being in rent to colon condo fever. Yeah, is so funny. Living in the East Village, yeah, yeah, you know. and then and then even more so, I thought Marge's variety show, Just Marge. And friends, just is, Marge and friends. Is yeah, so it, it's so indicative of who Marge is. Yeah, but but just like what a great joke! I like. I really can't get over how funny that is to me for some <laughs> reason. It, singing, I shot the sheriff with those lame backup dancers and yep. singers. Like next time you see him, shoot him. A, a smile. smile. Ah. Like ugh, Marge is so lame. It's great. Um, Lisa has her tell-all book, and yeah. what, what was Bart doing? Um, he was on. Um, he was on the show. Uh, whose whose spot did he take? On Renegade. Oh, Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah, big thing in like uh, the early '90s, mid '90s. Yeah, Lorenzo Lamas riding from town to town on his uh, trusty iron steed, uh, 
solving mysteries or something, I guess? Like, I don't know. I watched a lot of Renegade. Couldn't tell you anything about any of it, which really preaches to the uh, quality of the show Renegade. But, uh, but yeah, definitely saw a bunch of them. Uh, and then there's, uh, man, the, the celebrity jokes they have in this are really good. You know, when they go out the Simpsons covering people or people coming in to know the Simpsons, like Willie Nelson doing, uh, uh, Dr. Hibbert's fraternity brother and stuff like that. Yeah. But Woody Allen with a pile of, there for the pile of awards or whatever. Yeah. It's so funny because he doesn't go to awards. Just really good jokes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, Woody Allen. I like it when people pick on Woody Allen. Um. I like Woody Allen's work. I just don't like Woody Allen's personality. Yeah, me either. I think that's the point, actually. But I, um, I think he's embraced that. Yeah, he's embraced that. It's just like, I just want to beat him up. It's like the opposite of Adam Sandler. Yeah. But, I mean, that makes me almost like him more. Just you just you saying that makes me want to, like, oh, oh poor, poor Woody, Woody Allen. <laughs> oh. Nah, like, oh. Like, at I'm least, so, he, at so least he tired. cares about his movies. Yeah, you like, know? he puts some care But I, I think I wouldn't want to hang out with Woody Allen. I feel like hanging out with Adam Sandler would be a blast. It'd be awesome, yeah. Like, and like, be like a fun guy to be around, a good dude. Yeah, and uh, and he does seem to take care of his friends. Yeah. You know? But I would like, not marathon like 10 Woody, uh, Adam Sandler movies back to back. Oh then. my god. But I could totally marathon like 10 awkward Woody Allen movies back oh, to back. I, I could get through, I could get through what, like the two good Adam Sandler movies? Yeah. Like, but, I mean, he's in, like, Funny People or whatever, right? But that's not yeah, his That movie. movie's really hard to add time-wise. It's like two hours and 50 minutes. If I'm going to do ten movies, I'm going to try to find the shortest ones that are palatable. Yeah. And I don't care how good it is. Two hours and 50 minutes is like a whole other movie I could have watched. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Uh, uh, Crazy Nights is only, like, 96 minutes long. It can't be that. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that, that, that's about as far as we're going to go. All right. Simpsons. Simpsons. <laughs> Um, Got much more to say? Not really. I mean, this is just a good. Uh, this is good. Um, good clean episode. Good training wheels episode for us to get back into our gig here. And uh, I would like if they visited Delaware in their final season. I think that would be a nice reference back to this episode. Yeah. If in their final season, like we're going to Delaware, and then Delaware. <laughs> yeah. And I like that they were a Northern Kentucky family. That caused has caused so much grief on the internet from people who've seen just this episode. They're like, I know where they're from. It's like, don't start this again. Yeah, you don't know where they're from. That was a joke. Um, yeah, we know where they're not from because they're banned from Florida. This is true. And Arizona smells funny. And it's also just nothing in Arizona looks like anything from where they are. That's also town. true. But, but the, the, the states that they've objectively called out as somewhere they want to go to means they're not from. Yeah. Though, and also, though, you like, they drive like 10 miles out of town. And it is the Arizona desert, you know. And a mountain, though. And the mountains. And, and like beaches. And, and <laughs> it's like in capital cities just down the road. Yeah, and which like, is like the second biggest city on the planet. Yeah. Maybe. Like, you know. So, who knows? Yeah, it's a fictional it's town. A, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. So, Car- it's cartoon animated key TV show, so they can do whatever they want. But good episode. Good I think episode. a really good episode. Uh, so next week we're going to do Lemon of Troy. We'll just do Lemon yeah, of Troy. I don't know what I'm going to pair Lemon of Troy with. I think I can find a good... There is a good show... Uh, what's the... Ogdenville is the rival city that also exists later, and there's an Ogdenvillian epidemic. Ooh, I don't know that one, so we should watch that it's too. It's pretty good. It's... um. It's, it's very immigration-y. Oh, good. Tone. 
Oh, but good. I think at least, you know, it's about the other towns. We can talk about President Trump. Let's or... not bother. Um, thanks yeah. for tuning in. I guess we're still Magic Xylophone enthusiasts. Yeah, we're and Walt the Simpsons. Um, we didn't get a, we did not get enough response to justify changing it. Yeah, we don't have a we don't have a new name yet. So rename the podcast, everybody. Are we not doing what the Simpsons? <laughs> we're doing what the, if yeah, we are changing it, it's going to be what the Simpsons. The question is, is whether or not it's worth it to go through go through the process of changing to redesign another graph. Basically, we just need you know like a new graphic, and we're too lazy. Um, anyway, all right, we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you guys next week, uh, with Lemon Troy. Lemon Troy.